We are up to we are up to Daf Kuf Tesem and Aleph, the beginning of the Gemara. Just to review one point, let, let me explain what Kimat the entire Daf is dealing with. The Mishnah had a halacha that if a person steals, oh my hair's crazy, if a person steals um, uh, an item and then and then his from his father and then his father dies, he has to give the item to his brothers. Even though he's and he has to give the entire item. Let's say he stole, let's say he stole, um, I don't know, a car worth a uh, hundred thousand dollars, and then there's there's three brothers, and he's he's one of the three brothers. So the father dies. So now he has a partial ownership. He owns thirty three thousand dollars of the car. You might think that he could sell the car and just give them the sixty six thousand, keep the thirty three thousand to himself because I mean it's his money now. No, halach is you have to return it. The Mishnah never spoke, you have to return an item that's stolen, even though he became an inheritor after the theft. Now let's say go an extreme case. He stole the item. There is no other Yerush. He's the only one. He's the only son. The halach is, so what's the halach then? So it says the Gemara, Am Rav Yosef, Afil Arniki Shel He has to give it to Tzedakah. You cannot keep an item that you stole. Even though he is the sole Yerush, so give it to Tzedakah. Give it to Tzedakah. And says the Gemara, yeah? Now, the Gemara... You can't do that whole thing. No, no, that, that, you, can, that you can't do. That you can't... Uh, you can't say... You can't say... I'm not sure whether you can or not. Yeah, yeah, that, that won't work. Okay, but you have to give it to Tzedakah. Says the Gemara, Amra Papa Gezalavi. And Rav Papa says, when you give it to Tzedakah, you actually have to say that this was stolen property. The reason being, I think, the Mepharshim will speak it out, because I think part of the whole uh, kapara of giving it is that you shouldn't be like this wealthy Gvir who they give you aliyahs because you, you donated this you building. You donated a building because it was stolen. You don't get a plaque. You don't get a plaque. Okay. This is because he doesn't know who to give it back to? No, there is no one to give it back to. He stole it from his father. His father died. He's the only inheritor. Who's he supposed to give it to? He stole it from his father. His father died. So now it goes to him. So there's no one to give it to. There's no brothers, no nephews, no nieces, no uncles. So he gives it to Tzedakah. Now here's the Gemara's Kasha, and this is what's going to take us basically, come out the entire daf. Over here, we said basically that if he's the only inheritor, he has to give his Tzedakah. Why can't he be Meichelet? He has a chi- Happy yelling, happy talk. Okay, fine. He has a chiv to give tzedakah. He has a chiv to return the lost item. Why can't he be meichelit? He's the only one. Mustama he'll be meichel himself. Evidently, you can't be meichel. The problem is, what is that? oh, Baron we're happy. The, the, apparently, the what, what do you mean? He's the only one to give it. Why can't he just say, I'm meichel zayin? I, I don't. I'm, I'm meichel. Yeah, meichel, meichel yourself. We had in a Mishnah previously that if I stole money from Gavin. And there's a, uh, let's say, so again, Tony uh, Tennis Ganev, so he gives me that to watch, and then he asks where it is, and then I swear that it's stolen, then it's proven that it's not stolen, and I'm moida, so I have to give a Karen and a Chaymish. You know what the Mishnah said? Machaloi ala Karen, avaloi ha Chaymish, blah, blah, blah. Means that if I steal from him, he could be Michael me, and he could say, don't, don't worry, you don't have to return it. So if he could be Michael, why can't I be Michael? There's no one else. If he, because he's the main party, he could be Michael me. So why can't I be Michael me? There's no other characters in this in this play. That's the Gemara's question. There's always going to be a lot of people. Correct. 
Well, generally it's not relevant because generally you're not the only one involved. When I steal from Gavin, I'm not the one in play. He is. He could be Michael me. Over here, if I steal from, if a man steals from his father, father dies, he's the only Irish. There is no one else involved, just him. So why can't he be Michael? He is both the Goslin and the Nigzal and all of this. So why can't he be Michael? So that's the Gemara's question. Now, instead of just answering, there's a difference between someone else being Michael you and you being Michael yourself, which you could see a fundamental difference that, that we, we allow the, 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 the victim could be Michael the Ganef, but the Ganef can't be Michael himself. The Gemara it's, instead feels it's a machleikas tanoim, whether you could be Michael in general, that's the daf. So the Gemara says, Amai, why is it that he has to give the money to Tzedakah? Nimchol olanafsheh. Why can't the Ganef just be Michael himself? And by the way, this is true, even if there are brothers, he should at least be Michael his portion. Why can't the Ganef be Michael if he, the second his father dies, then he becomes like, the victim also, because now he's, he's the inheritor of the, you know, he becomes like the victim. So why can't he be Michael himself? Where is the source that you could be Michael by Geneva? Didn't we have in the Mishnah previously? The whole case where you're Michael the Karen, not the Chaymish. You see that you could be Michael. So that's the question. Why is it that our Mishnah indicates you cannot be Michael yourself, but the previous Mishnah indicates that someone could be Michael you? And again, the Gemara could have just very simply answered, there's a difference between you being Michael yourself and others being Michael you on returning the theft. But the Gemara eventually will maybe give that answer. But at first the Gemara feels, you know what? It's, there's no difference. You either believe in Mechila or you don't. If you believe in Mechila, you could be Michael yourself. He could be Michael you. You could Michael him. If you don't believe in Mechila, there's no such thing. These two Mishnayis, that indicate whether there's mechila or not, are being authored by two different tanoi. And it's binary. Rav Akiva and Rav Yossi. Yes mechila, no mechila. Straight across the board. Says the Gemara, Am Rav Yechon Kasha, Har Rav Yossi Haglili. The previous Mishnah which says that there is mechila is Rav Yossi Haglili, Har Rav Akiva. Rav Yossi Haglili and Rav Akiva argue whether there's a thing called mechila by a theft. And Rav Yossi Haglili, when he says there's mechila, there's mechila whether it's someone else being Michael you, you're being Michael you, you're being Michael others. Always Mechila, Rav Akiva, never Mechila. That's what he said. Now, where is this Machlekes Rav Akiva and Rav Yossi? It has to do with the following concept. The Torah says that if you steal from a, 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 a ger, and then the ger dies, and he has, no, he has no, no one to give it to, so the Pasuk says you give it to Kehanim. That's what the Pasuk says. You give it to the Kayim. So the Gemara says like this, Ditanya... The Pasuk says that if there is no, there is no um, relative to return, then you give it to a Kayim. So the Gemara says, What's the, what's the case? The Pasuk doesn't say Ger, but the Pasuk says if he doesn't have a relative, you give it to a Kayim. What's a situation where someone has no relative? How can, someone, how can, how can he have no relatives? We're talking about a case where you steal from a Ger. So if you steal from a Ger, and then he dies, you give it to the Kayim. Now the Gemara says the case. Now why this case also, we'll have to analyze. You steal from a, a Ger. So Reuven steals from uh, John the convert. And he swears to him that he didn't. So he does the, you know, not just stealing, not just stealing, but he also lied under oath. Now, Sager. So he, he admits it that he lied. So he wants to return the item and the Chaimish. He hears the Ger die, so he's on his way to Yerushalayim to give it to the Kayin. As the Pasuk indicates, he gives it to the Kayin. 
Now, why this case? We'll analyze. He's on his way to Yerushalayim to give it to the Kayan. So he's about to, he's bringing the Karen, the Chaymish, and the Ashram to Yerushalayim. And he meets the Ger. The Ger is alive. The rumors of his death were incorrect. He's actually alive. So, okay, so give it to the Ger. He meets him. For some reason, the Ger says, you know what? Don't give it to me now. You'll owe me. It's a loan. You'll owe me. Hold on to it. Why he would trust the guy, I'm not sure. Hold on to it. It's a loan. Okay? Zakvoy love bimilva. And then Mace, and then he dies. Now, why do you need that little knech? Well, maybe we'll analyze. Okay. The kids are, he meets the Ger. The Ger is, he's like, hey, so here, I owe you the money. The Ger's like, I, give it to me next week. Then the Ger dies. So what's the halacha? Zoch, I love Masha You don't have to give to the Kai. Okay. Divir Rabbi A couple things. First of all, you see from Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Yosei is basically saying, because there is no one to give the money to, you're Michael. You Michael yourself. That, that's the basic premise, right? That because there's no one to give the money to, you Michael yourself. Now there's three issues. First of all, he meets the Ger, he offers to give it to him. The Ger's like, nah, hold on to it. It's a loan by you. Then the Ger dies, so he doesn't have to give it to everybody. Why? Because there's no one to give it to. I, he should give it to Tzedakah. Michael sign. You Michael yourself. Now a couple of things. You do see Rabbi Yosei believes in the Chil. Okay. But number two, why does it have to be that weird case of he met the Ger and the Ger gave it to him as a loan? Stam, you steal from a Ger, the Ger dies, no one to give it to, Michael. And question number two, which is more obvious, isn't there a Pasuk in the Torah that you're supposed to give it to the Kayin? Like, it's a Pasuk in the Torah that if you steal from a Ger and the Ger dies, you give it to a Kayin. So, Rav Yosei if according to Rav Yosei you're always Michael yourself, why do you ever have to give it to a Kayin? Those are the questions we'll, we'll put aside. But you see, though, from Rav Yossi Haglili, there is a concept of mechila. You can be Michael yourself. The same way this person is Michael, his obligation. There's no one to give it to. She's like, give it to Tzedakah. You're like, nah, Michael. I'm the only one play right now. Is it hectic anyway? No. No, he hasn't. He was on his way, but he didn't, he didn't designate yet. Michael. So you see Rav Yossi Haglili believes in mechila. Comes Rav Akiva. Rav Kiva says, no good. You got to get rid of it. Give it to Kehanim, or in our context, give it to Tzedakah. So you see that Rav Yosei Haglili and Rav Akiva are like binary. Rav Yosei believes in Mechila, Rav Akiva does not believe in Mechila. Okay. Now, just a quick question. Before we go weiter, according to Rav Yosei Haglili, that you believe in Mechila, then why did the case have to be that he meets the Ger, and then the Ger says, uh, oh, don't give it back to me, take it as a loan... What do you need all that? It's, it's a lot of noise. According to Rabbi Yosef, it's very simple. You steal from a convert, the convert dies, no one to give it to, be Michael yourself. You're the both, you, there's no one else. You're the only player involved in the play, the only actor in the play, so be Michael yourself. Why does it have to be that you meet the convert and then he says, don't, don't give it to me, but it'll be alone, and then he dies? Well, what do you need that added like noise? Well, well, why was it necessary? So the Gemara says, Rav Yosi, The truth is, Rav Yosi would tell you, you didn't actually need that case at all. According to Rav Yosi, it makes no difference. Whether you meet him or not, you could just be Michael yourself. So why do you need that case? The case is that it's a chiddush of Rav Akiva. Even though you met him and you converted it into a loan, Still, Rav Akiva says you got to give it. Meaning, that, that's a chiddush, because you could argue 
the second you meet him and convert it into a loan, it's no longer a theft. Now it's just a loan. Still, Rav Akiva says, no, give it to Tzedakah, give it to the Kehanim. The, the, the Chiddush of that point is for Rav Akiva. According to Rav Yossi Aglili, there's a concept of Mechila, you don't need this little added knech, it, it's, it's unnecessary. According to Rav Yossi Aglili, you could always just be Meichlin. The reason why you have that case is that because it's a Chiddush according to Rav Akiva, that even though you met him and converted it to a loan, and you could argue that the story of the theft is over, Kamash Bolan, Rav Akiva still says you got to give it to the Kehanim. That was to inform you the power of Avakiva. Now, like I said, we still have one problem with Avakiva, a major issue, and that is then what is the Pasuk referring to when it says that if you steal from a ger, you have to give it to a Kayim? It's a Pasuk in the Torah. Why? Why can't you always be Michael? Put that aside. We'll get to that in a little bit. But let's go back to the original point. We had a contradiction. The contradiction was, our Mishnah said that if I steal from my father, not I steal from, someone steals from his father, and then the father dies, and he's the only player in town, there's nobody else, give it to Tzedakah. Oh, there's no such thing as Mechila. Why can't you be Meichelit? Don't we have a Mishnah previously that if Reuben steals from Shimon, Shimon could say, I'm Meichel you? So we said, well, now the answer. Rav Yossi clearly believes in Mechila, he is the author of the Mishnah about Mechila. Rav Akiva doesn't believe in Mechila. He's the author of the Mishnah that no Mechila. Says the Gemara, Maskev or Rav Sheishas. Now, if you get this good, if not, don't worry. But you're telling me, according to Rav Yossi Aglili, there's a thing called Mechila. What's the Mishnah that was authored by Rav Yossi Aglili? The previous Mishnah. What did the previous Mishnah say? Ruv, I steal from Gavin. Gavin could be Michael me. If Rav Yossi Aglili believes in Mechila, tell me a bigger Chiddush. Write a Mishnah where you're Michael yourself. Meaning, you had over here two Mishnayas. One indicated Mechila, one indicated no Mechila. The one that indicated Mechila was where someone else is being Michael me. The one that indicated no Mechila is where you're Michael yourself. So I told you, you could have just answered very simply. You could be Michael, someone else could be Michael you, but you can't be Michael yourself. But that's not what the Gemara did. The Gemara said, no, they're being authored by two different Tanoim. Rav Yossi Agli believes in Mechila, and he's the one who said, Reuven could be Michael Shimon. If he believes in Mechila, then write a bigger Chiddush. Write me a Mishnah where you're Michael yourself. And Rav Akiva doesn't believe in Mechila, and he was the one who wrote this Mishnah, which is you can't be Michael yourself. If you don't believe in Mechila, write a bigger Chiddush. Write that Reuven can't be Michael Shimon. I get what you're doing, but then the previous Mishnah was authored by Rav Yossi Aglili. What did the previous Mishnah say? If I steal from Gavin, he could be Michael. Why? Because Rav Yossi Aglili believes in Mechila. But then why write that case? Write a bigger Chiddush. Write that you could be Michael yourself. If you want, if when Rav Yudah Nasi was writing the Mishnayis, he was recording Rav Yosei Aglili's opinion that there's a thing called Mechila, and Rav Yosei Aglili believes you could be Meichel me, I could be Meichel myself, then why is he writing that case? Write a bigger Chiddush. Write you could be Meichel yourself. And in our Mishnah, which is that there is no Mechila, you can't be Meichel yourself, and it's Rav Akiva, but Rav Akiva believes there's no Mechila ever, then write a bigger Chiddush. Write Reuven can't be Meichel Shimon. Meaning, it, 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 it doesn't, it, they're not, you're not using the opportunity to make a bigger chiddush. What you're actually doing is more obvious, and that is there's a difference between being meichel yourself and someone else being meichel you. That's what it's really driving. The Gemara says, Maskar of Sheishis, Ihachi, Rav Yosei Agul, Shmin Lanafshei, Vikoshkin Acherim, Rav Akiva, Shmin Acherim, Tlemasi Machel, Vikoshkin Nashi, Tlemasi Machel. They're both, you, you're losing out on the chiddush. So the Gemara says, you know what the answer is? Very simple. 
We had a contradiction. Our Mishnah says that if you steal it from your father, your father dies, you're the only one in town, you have to give it to Tzedakah, there's no Mechila. The previous Mishnah says if Reuben steals from Shimon, Shimon could be Michael Reuben. Oh. So you know what the answer is? It could be authored by the same person, Rav Yossi or Rav Akiva. And you know what the answer is? There is a difference between someone else being Michael you, which is possible, to you being Michael yourself, which is impossible. That's the answer. So the Gemara says, Both Mishnahis are authored by Rav Yossi. I, Rav Yossi, hold you could be Michael, so how come in our Mishnah you can't just be Michael yourself? The answer is, Rav Yossi only believes that you could be Michael other people. You can't be Michael yourself. Makes sense. If I steal from, from Gavin and he's the victim, he has the right to say, don't worry. But if I steal, if someone steals from their father, the father dies, and he's the only one, he's both the victim and the Ganif, why, 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 that can't, that's not fair that he could be Michael himself. That's not fair. I understand such a distinction. So you could be Michael others, but you can't be Michael yourself. Now, one quick point, though. According to Yosef, you can't be Michael yourself. So that case of the Mishnah, where he stole from the convert and then runs into the convert, he doesn't give it to Tzedakah because he's Michael. He's Michael himself. The answer is no. That's why it was a loan. That's why you needed it to be converted into a loan. If it wasn't, we had before, like, why do you have to meet him and turn into a loan? The answer is you have to. Because if Yossi, according to this opinion, does not believe you could be Michael yourself. So over there, how could he not give it to Kehan and not give it to Tzedakah? He's being Michael himself. The answer is no. That's why he needed to convert it into a loan. The second he converted into a loan, it's no longer a theft. The Gemara says, Therefore, you need it to be converted into a loan. He is true. The, con- the, conver- the converts, the difference is the convert did that. I didn't do it. I steal it from the convert. I run into him and he says, don't worry, convert him to a loan. That's him choosing to do it. That's, 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 that's him choosing to do it. Another answer, very similar. Rava Amar Hava Rav Akiva. Rava says they're both Rav Akiva. And I, so Rav Akiva doesn't believe in Mechila, so how could he author, how could he author the previous Mishnah where Reuven steals from Shimon, Shimon can be Michael Reuven? The answer is, Kikam Rav Akiva, Dlei Matzi Machol, Lenafshei, Avalacherim Matzi Machol. The answer goes to the next page. Rav Akiva believes, the same answer. Rav Akiva believes, when Rav Akiva said there's no Mechila, he meant you can't be Michael yourself, but others can be Mechila. According to this shot, yeah. Now, correct, correct. Now, one quick point though. According to Rav Yossi Haglili, that you could be Michael yourself. Let's go with the opinion that Rav Yossi Haglili holds you could be Michael yourself. So, when do you ever have to give, if you steal from a convert, the Torah says give it to a kind. Why? Why can't you be Michael yourself? Because it's not a cash. According to Rav Yossi Haglili, you could be Michael yourself. Then when do you ever have the Pasuk in the Torah? The Pasuk in the Torah says that if you steal from a convert, you steal from something that has no, has no relatives, which is a convert, give it to the Kayyip. Why? I'll be Michael myself. Then when do you ever have a situation where the Pasuk is Neskayim? According to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, if you believe Rabbi Yossi Aglili holds that you could be Michael yourself, let's go with that opinion, that he holds that you could be Michael yourself, then when do you ever have to give it to a Kayyip? I'm just saying, Sam, you could you, you always just be Michael yourself. You steal from a convert, a convert dies, why do you have to give it to the guy? The puzzle says you have to give it to the guy. Why? I'm Michael myself. There's no one else here. 
So right. that's right. We say you can't be machmir. No, if you hold that Rav Yosei Aglili, if you go with the possibility that Rav Yosei Aglili holds that you could be Michael yourself, then yeah, yeah, it, it, should, it was just waiting for it. It was waiting for it. It was waiting for it. This, this could have been asked previously. Right, so this is out of place. Yeah, okay, the question is, if Rav Yosei Aglili holds you, you can be Michael yourself, then, and, and, and his case, where he meets the convert, and then the convert gives a loan, blah, 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 and then he could be Michael, so when do you have to have to take it to the client? No, no, but of course, if you go with the first approach, it made no difference. The whole loan thing was just Meaning, if you go with the original approach, forget about what we just learned, go, go back. Rav Yosei believes you could be Michael. Always. You can Michael others, you can Michael yourself. If I steal it from a convert, the convert dies, I'm the only, I'm the only actor in the play, Michael. I don't have to give it to anybody, don't, don't worry. So, according to him, when do you ever have to give it to the client? So the Gemara says, If you assume that Rav Yosei Aglili holds, you could be Michael yourself. So then when do you ever have to give it to a Kayin? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you one. When do you have to give it to the Kayin? When you have when it comes to a convert, I come in general. If you steal, right? When when does the chiv actually happen? Not when did you do the aver, but when does the chiv to pay click in? So either when there's adam or when you admit. Here's the case: you stole from a ger, lied under oath, the ger died, then you admitted. That's when you have to why. See if if you admitted while the ger was still alive. Then your chiv, the second you admit, that's when the chiv to pay clicks in. If you do it when the ger is alive, I have to pay ger, John the ger. The second he dies, it's in my pocket, I'll be Michael. When do you have to give it to the kayan? Is when you admit it after the ger died. See, after the ger dies, that's when you admit. Then the chiv to pay is not to John the ger. It's to the ethereal Jewish people. And Hashem gave that to the kahanim. Meaning... You, you could only be Michael when your obligation is to pay to the ger, and then when he dies, there's no one to pay to. But if you're, if so, if you're Moida when the ger is alive, and then the ger dies, the second you're Moida, you have to pay. When the ger is alive, you, you're Moida while the ger is still alive. So now you have to pay John. John dies, there's no one to pay, so don't worry, Michael. When do you have to give it to the Kayan? You admit it after the ger died. The second you admit, that's when your chiv is to pay, the ger is not alive anyway. So who do you have to pay? The answer is the Torah says that if you admit after the ger dies, it goes to all the kehanim. The chiv now is not just to John. It's to all the kehanim that are serving in the Beis HaMikdash. Therefore, that's not something you can be Michael. That, that's, that's the distinction. Now, from here into the end of the daf, it's, it's quite, quite simple. And that is... The gem- but this little piece of gore is out of place. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, "Boy Ravina, Gezel Hagiyoris Mahu." What's the halach if you steal from a female convert? If you steal from a male convert and then the convert dies, you give it to the Kehanim. That's the pasuk. The question is, what about a female convert? Why would it be different? Because when the pasuk describes this parish, it says Ish. So the question is, is Ish Dafka or is Ish just, um, you know, just the common occurrence? You don't steal from women generally. So the Gemara says, Ish isha. When the Pasuk says Ish, when it's introducing this parasha, is it to exclude women? 
No, it's just asking whether it is because when the parsha describes a ger, it says ish. The question is, is that ish to exclude women or just that's how the Torah talks? So Amalei Rav Aaron Laravina, Rav Aaron said to Ravina, Toshema ish. It says in the parsha ish that again, if you steal from an ish convert v'chulei, ain't liyele ish. It's a mafurish abraisa. The abraisa says I only know that the halacha applies that if you steal from a male convert ishem and How do I know that if you steal from a woman convert who dies that you give it to the kehanim? The pasuk says you shall return. The word hamayshav returning implies two cases of returning. It's plural. So therefore, that's male and female. So you see that male and female are, uh, it's the same halacha. Ah, so why does the Pasuk say ish? ish. The answer, I'll say that so I'll say it inside. The word ish is not to exclude women, it's to exclude children. What do I mean? Let's say you steal from a convert who's 30, and then he dies. Yeah, you give it to the kehana. The halacha is different by a child. What do I mean? Let's say you steal from a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old convert, and then the kid dies. You also give it to the convert. So what's the difference? The difference is that when you steal from a 30-year-old convert, you're obligated to look and to research and to try to see if he has children. Right? The whole point is a convert is a case where he doesn't have any next of kin. Now, the only reason why he has no next of kin is because you're not aware of it. you got to make calls. He's 30 years old. He could have had children. He's biologically capable of having children. If you steal from a child who's a convert, and then you hear the child died, you just go straight to the Kahanim. You don't have to research because he's a kid. He couldn't have children either. So they both are going to... The halacha is men, women, and children. If you steal from a convert, male, female, child, you give it to a kayan. Why does the pastor say ish? It's because there's a slight difference in halacha between an ish and a katan, and that is, by an ish, you'll have to research. You'll have to make phone calls and make sure that he doesn't have any children. Because it could be he has a child, you just don't know about it. Because he's not by a child, there is no children. A child can't have a child. That's the difference. But by the woman, you also have to. Yeah, by a woman, you also have to call. I guess by by a man, it's probably more likely that you. It's harder to. Woman, you'll know more who their children are because they'll have given birth to them. But men, they. I don't mean maybe he lived with a Jewish woman, had a child that lives in Nitivot, whatever. And you don't know about it, so you have to make phone calls. You have to start uh, reasons. It's no different. You have to, you have to do no, yeah, the same. But, the, uh, research, but you won't that. have to do the research by a child. Right. A seven-year-old can't have kids. Right. That, that's the difference. It's a very subtle difference. By an adult convert, you'll have to make phone calls to find out if they have a next of kin. By a child, you don't have to. If, if you know that the kid converted on his own when he's eight years old, He's got no family. The kid dies. You just go straight to the kayan. You don't, uh, you don't. Okay. A couple more halachas. Tan Rabbanon. La Shem La The pastor says that if you steal from a convert, you give it to a kayan. Now the question is, which kayan? Two choices. The kayanim that are serving in the Beis HaMikdash that week, that have that mishmar, or perhaps any kayan. So the Gemara says, Kanu Hashem mishmar. The Brisa tells you, you don't just give it to a kayan. You give it to the kayanim that are serving in the Beis HaMikdash. So you go straight to the Beis HaMikdash and give it to the Kehanim that are serving the Beis HaMikdash. They were Zaycha. I only know that you give it to the Kehanim that's serving in the Beis HaMikdash 
maybe you could just give it to any Kayan, meaning, maybe you could just stop me. You have a neighbor who's a Kayan, give it to him. The Pasuk says that you have to also bring an Asham. Now the Asham, obviously, you bring it to the base Amigdash, so you see that the Torah wants all the... So if you steal from a Ger and then admit, right, you lie in the oath, you admit, so you have to give him uh, Karen, Chaymish, and an Asham, so you have to give it to the Kayan. Which Kayan? Well, the Asham, you go into the base Amigdash, so all of it goes to the Kayanim and the base Amigdash. So it's not just a random Kayan, it has to be the Kayanim and the base Amigdash. So the Gemara says, what about this? What if the guy who stole from the ger was serving in the base of English? Right? Meaning, you, the Kayan, steal from a convert, and he's the, and it's actually like, it's like the perfect crime. You steal from the convert knowing he's going to die. Let's say you know he's dying. You steal from him. Then you're like, ooh, I'll give it to the Kayan in the base of English. I happen to be working there this week. So then the question is, can you keep it? Or no, you have to share with all the kehad. So the Gemara says, Let's say the Kayin steals it from a ger, and then the ger dies without any kin. So now the Kayin has to give it to the kehad of the base of Mikdash. He's working in the base of Mikdash that week. Can he just keep it? And the Gemara says, How do I know that he cannot say, How do you know that he can't just keep it? Maybe he can just keep it. And he'll make the following argument to keep it. If he, he gets other people's stolen property, right, again, if, if someone else stole from a ger, they'd go to him in the base of English and hand it to him. So he should definitely get his own. Because we said there's no, there's no mechila it's not a mechila. You're supposed to give it to the kain in the base of English. It's not working with mechila. He's, he's the recipient. It's, mechila means I'm not giving it. This is not mechila. This is, this is a, a loophole. <laughs> How do I know that he can't? Mechila means I'm just not giving it. Over here, he's like, I'll give it, but I give it to the kite of the base of English. One pocket, taking it from the left pocket, put it into the right pocket. It's the same in result, but it's not in the same in, in the functionality of it. it yes, it would be the same result in that I don't have to give anything. But the, the difference would be, I am giving it, I'm just giving it. I'm the I'm the head. I'm not not you, God forbid. Like I'm the head of the organization. So I, I I'm also the board. I, I'm yeah. I'm just gonna write my own. And I'll speak to the board, and I did it. Like it, it's not that I didn't give. I gave it, but I gave it to me. Mechila means I'm just not giving it. I'm not giving it a rule. Yeah, I'm not giving it. This is I'm giving it to me. I mean, he's not a good guy. <laughs> he's probably Pasakuno. Yeah, but he's not asking that. So the Gemara says, and his argument is as follows. If I could be the recipient... Well, I think you'd actually have to give it that. I think you'd have to give it that time. Once the Bezdin says that you stole... Once you find out the Ger did, I think you'd have to go right away. I would assume... Have yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it would be maybe a good point. It's a good Shiloh. It's a good Shiloh. He's saying that if you're doing it during Shalsha Golem and Shalsha Golem, everyone can work, then, like, I guess you could always just keep it if that's the case. I think you have to go right away. I have to check it up. I think you got to go right away. It's interesting. So the Gemara says, and he says the following argument. If I can receive other people's payments, keep my own. Or Reb Nassan, I remember Belashen Acher. had a slightly different variation. If something is not mine until I receive it, once I get it, it's mine. 
Now it's mine before. Meaning, if I get someone else's, and then the second I get it, it's mine. Over here, I'm already, I already have it. So basically, how do I know that he can't just keep it? You know the difference is? When you're in the base Hamikdash and someone gives it to you, that person is now giving it to you. Over here, when you stole it, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hakadosh Baruch Hu said it's not yours; it belongs to all the kehanim. Meaning, when someone steals something from the ger and there is no and the ger dies, it's now given to all the kehanim. So when you go to the base Hamikdash, you're choosing that kohen. Fine, but over here, the second you the second you steal, it's not like it's it's yours already. It's equally distributed to all the kehanim. So you got to give it to them. And you can't serve as a recipient on behalf of all the Kahana. Steal from the Kohen. Steal from the Gear. The, the Gemara is assuming, I just want to explain. The Gemara is assuming, the Gemara was assuming that if you could receive it, then you definitely don't have to give it. The answer is no. The reason why you could receive it is because it belongs to the Kahanim, so you're allowed to receive it on behalf of the Kahanim. But the second you have it, it, it doesn't just belong to you. You'd have to go over to all the Kahanim and say, hey, I, I have some of yours. I have some of yours. Or they would say, you could take it on behalf of all of us. But the point is, you can't just keep it. It's not yours, it's the Kohanim's. That's the difference. So anytime a person gets something as a Kohen... No, 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 no. Not, as, not necessarily this case. It's, it's Mizakatol the Kohanim. But, yeah. Now, the Gemara says, wait a minute. Here's the problem, though. You're telling me I steal from a ger. I'm serving in the base of that week. I steal from the ger. The ger dies. I have to give it. I can't just keep it because it's not mine. It belongs to everybody. What do I have? I have Karen, Chaymish, and an Asham. The Asham is my carbon. The Asham is mine, right? I go to the base of Even if it's not my week, I could serve in the base of I can keep the meat, my carbon. So one of the three is mine. Once one of the three is mine, can't I just assume the other two is mine? So the Gemara says, But don't we know that a kohen could keep his own carbon? So once he could keep his own carbon, that means one of the three things is his. Isn't it stand to reason that if one of the three is his, the other two is his? And by the way, the Gemara's answer is going to be no. But the Gemara first says, good point. The case is where he is a kohen who's tame. He's serving in the base of English, that's his the week, but he's tame. So he can't, he, can't, he can't keep his carbon, so he doesn't get anything. So once he doesn't get one, he doesn't get the other two. So the Gemara says, If he's Tommy, then how is he serving the base of Middash that week? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, but he's not serving, but practically, he's not. So the Gemara says, okay, the answer is just, what was the Kasha? The Kasha is, he can't keep the Karen and the Chaymish and the Asham because he has to give it to all the Kehanim. But the Asham is his. So once one of the three is his, doesn't stand to reason the other two? The answer is no. No. Just because the carbon is his does not mean he gets the other stuff. What's the source? The answer is, it's not just a rationale. You see, if it's just a svara, if it's just a svara that he can't keep it, then you could argue, well, he's keeping one of the three, so maybe he should be able to keep the other two. The answer is, it's Xerishava. What's the Xerishava? The halacha is by a steyachuzah. The steyachuzah is as follows. That if a person has his ancestral field, 
I've always found this, by the way, I always found this very complicated. Rabbi Bergman told me that uh, Rav Shlomo Zalman would like test the Bachrim when he was in Yeshiva on these concepts. Ancestral lands of redeeming, walled cities, unwalled cities, and like if they didn't know it, he would like, you know, he's like, it's a Pasuk. <laughs> complicated. So anyway, the ancestral field is like this. If you have a field that's Yerusha from your family, Dairi Dairis, and you sell it, you have one year to redeem it, after that point, the Beis HaMikdash sells it to anyone they want. And then at Yoivil, it goes to the Kehanim. That's the halacha. Yoivil goes to the Kehanim. So you sell the field, you don't redeem it. Then the, Kehanim, the Beis HaMikdash sells it to John. And then by Yoivil, it goes to the Kehanim. What if instead, instead of selling it to John, they sell it to a Kehanim? Who's serving in the Beis HaMikdash, whatever. And, and then during Yoivil, whatever. And then Yoivil hits, and it's his... It's his thing. So can he just keep it? It's mamish, a very similar thing. And we're going to see him up. No. He's got to give it to the rest of the kahan. So the same way he has to share it with all the kahanim, so too if he steals from a ger, he can't keep it. So the Gemara says, How do I know that if you have this sada, this ancestral field, which goes to the kahanim by Yoivil, that whoever the base of Mikdash sold it to has to give it to the kahanim by Yoivil. How do I know that if it was maybe sold to a Kayan, maybe he could keep it? How do I know that you're not allowed to say that since the field goes to the Kehanim at Yoivil, I'm a Kayan, so I should get to keep it. And it would make sense. The same way I'm getting ancestral field from other people. Shouldn't I definitely keep my own field? This is not ancestral heritage, it's the Yisrael's. And therefore the Pasuk is saying specifically, it goes out of years, it goes to the Kehanim. So too, if you steal from a ger, and the ger dies, takes out of your Rishus, and gives it to all the Kehanim. Alright, we'll stop here. My pleasure. We're getting close.